Live from Los Angeles, this is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the March 5th edition, the We're 10 Minutes Late edition. Hey, what's going on? Hey, <laughs> if, you're, if you're watching this live on either Facebook or Twitch, we're a little bit late. We had some, some, some behind-the-scenes technical issues that we had to push our way through, but here we are. We're, we're, we're here, we're on, we're live. And you know what I just saw before we came on the air? Penis. Black, Black Panther <laughs> is the... 10th highest grossing movie domestically of all time. Wow. Represent After Black Panther. After one week. Two weeks. No, two it's, weeks. it's two oh, weeks. Oh, one and a half weeks, really. Mm, no, two weeks. It's it been two out, full weeks. Yeah. yeah, it's been two it weeks. came out on Monday? No, it came out on Friday. It came out on Friday, but I thought it was a, came week, out on Thursday. a, a Thursday, a week and a half ago. No. Oh, this is, yeah, no, that's like the second week, right? This is the second weekend. Weekend, yeah. Yeah, the second. Oh, I count it. Well, yeah. two weekends. Well, you just count the, in in the movies. You, you just count the weekends, bro. <laughs> if, in second weekend, not the first weekend. It's second weekend. Tenth highest grossing movie of all time. It's insane. I love it. It's I, I well represented. A, a good ass movie. People are rewarding it with their money, and that is freaking great. I, I love it when that happens. But you know. What else happened last night? Well, we had the, the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, last year or the year or year before, it was like hashtag Oscars so white. Yeah. Last night, it was hashtag Oscars are black <laughs> and female. Yeah. It, like, the, the minorities and the females. What's up, Crunchy? Thanks for joining us. Blacks, Latinos, and women had their day, or oh, had their had night day. last night. Yeah. Although, oh, you know what? I didn't realize that Mexicans have dominated Best Director for the last five years. Really? Yeah. Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo del Toro this past year. And um, I can never say his name correctly, but the the guy who directed um, Birdman and then also directed The Revenant, he's won two of the years. And then the other two years, Alfonso Cuaron. Five years. Five years. (laughs) Mexico apparently knows how to direct movies very well, which means I'm missing my calling apparently. I should be a director. director. I should have been a movie director. Uh, Our boy Guillermo del Toro. like, Like, it. You know, I love. I, I was discussing this. I believe with Crun- I, actually, I was discussing this with Crunchy mm-hmm. on, on on PSN the other day. I love Hellboy. Mm-hmm. I love Pacific Rim, but like all of his other movies, I'm kind of like, like, yeah. like the <laughs> like the the fantastic fantastic kind of fantasy movies, yeah. Yeah. like or like or where they where they steer into like really um unusual stuff. Mm-hmm. That's all. Like, that's where I'm like, oh, like. Because I'm like shape, the shape of water. Yeah. Best director, best picture. Did extremely well last night. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There, there's something about the movie where I'm like, I don't know if I would enjoy it, but like, I, it, I it's obviously it's good. It won yeah. best picture. It's it's not what I expected. Like, I, I went, right. Cause I, I, I was kind of excited about it. Mm-hmm. Just in the previews. Mm-hmm. And it was. Um, yeah, it wasn't what I expected. Yeah, because I have Doug, Doug Jones in a suit yeah. again. Because you know, <laughs> that's what he does. He always, he always has Doug Jones being the monster. Um, yep, that, that that's his boy. That, that, that is his muse. It's pretty interesting, but it it, it, it took a weird turn. You, you gotta see it. Right? Yeah, because um, I, as I was as I was looking at um, uh, Twitter last night during the Oscars, I watched most of the Oscars last night. I I, I was uh, I, I I I wanted to go to Oscar. Oh, friends friends of mine throw a really awesome Oscar party. Mm-hmm. They have really awesome Oscar punned f- food mm-hmm. where like get oats, so they had like oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like uh, uh it, it, every, there was all these awesome puns like yeah. they, he like the, the the this guy Mac McLean he makes all yeah. these um, him and his wife cook up food come up with puns 
it's 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 a great experience. I, I I was sad that I didn't get to go, but I got out of work late yesterday, and then I had to like go to sleep early. So I was like, all right, I probably shouldn't go anywhere. I should just stay home, and then I'll I'll tweet about the Oscars from home. <laughs> and yeah, it just uh, I I watched it, and then the, the Twitter reaction, Questlove from uh, Roots, he did not like The Shape of Water, and he kept talking about the, the 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 fish sex movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I, I'm sure that's probably where you're going. Where it's like, whoa, it's, it's really weird. There's a sex scene between Fishman. Oh, and, and there's, a there's a few sex there's scenes. A <laughs> huh? I, I guess I guess Guillermo found out the the, the secret to, to winning yeah. Oscars. Put some weird, awkward sex in the movie. I love Questlove, but this is one time that I gotta disagree with him. You don't sh- you don't fish sex shame anybody. <laughs> yeah, interspecies erotica yeah. Is, is not something that should be shamed. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I guess contextually, yeah. a fish monster man is different than some hillbilly banging, uh, you know, a, a cow or, or, or a sheep. <laughs> there, there are certain types of like, acceptable species erotica. Well, here's the, the love between a, a, a woman and a, and a fish man is different. Here's the difference: the fish man can offer consent. Ah, yeah. See, there you go. That's the difference. It's con- consent is important unless he's underage. Then I don't. You know, I, I don't even know there. <laughs> What's the age of consent for fishmen? I, I don't know, but he he was a fully grown, uh, fully grown, also dying fishman. So I, I I I firmly believe he was in within the realm of consent. Exactly. I guess when, it when depends he, on where he is in fishmen years. How do you measure fishmen years? Is it like dog inches? Years? <laughs> in inches. Of <laughs> what is it? Because aren't like goldfish they, they, their lifetime go quick, right? So it'd be like. Oh God! Then that means the fish man must be like he's like a hundred thousand years old. Right. If we're if we're using if we're using a goldfish as a scale yeah, of, right. of life, then uh, then Doug Jones fish man must have it's like the the the, the ninety million year old man nine hundred million old year old man or something like a Mel Brooks and yeah. Carl Reiner's little comedic sketch from back in the day. And yeah, one of the one of the most as it was shocking to me because I, I didn't realize until it happened. Kobe Bryant is now an Oscar winner. Yeah, uh, he had it. Uh, there's an animated short, and maybe you you could probably speak a little bit. The the the, the, the guy who did the animation short is, is I feel like that's like a name I should know. Like Glenn Keane was it? Oh, was he like uh, big in animation? Crap, yeah. Well, was he like a Disney guy back in the day or something? Or? Yeah, and then I know that he's still he's still one of the few animators that does the hand drawn. Oh, yeah. okay. And that's what uh, the, yeah, the Deer whole, Basketball uh, Deer Basketball, because like, you know, like, Kobe you know, came up with his story, apparently, and then the, well, the, it wasn't animated. Just, it wasn't just a story. This was something that on the day he retired, he or the day after, he put out yeah, that, yeah. like, uh, he wrote out. It was almost like a poem. Mm-hmm. It was him giving a love letter back to basketball. basketball. So I mean, instead of putting it on the Players' Tribune, they actually created a short, yeah. a short well, movie. No, it was on the Players' Tribune. Oh, really? It got adapted. Oh, they had, they, oh they took his love letter yeah. to basketball and, and they, they adapted made, it into yeah. a short animated film, and apparently good enough to for the Academy to <laughs> now now he he can put something else on on his uh, on his mantle with his uh his league MVP and his Finals MVP. Not put, only does he have one more championship than Shaquille O'Neal, he, he now, now has, has an Oscar. one more Oscar. And get this, Shaq is star has been an actor in twenty nine movies. Kobe, this is his first shot in the film. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know what? Uncle Drew better be really fucking good. Oh, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up. I, I knew you were going to probably bring that oh, one. That, <laughs> that looks hilarious. That looks yeah, yeah, Uncle Drew. I, I showed Pete the trailer for Uncle Drew. He, he's in. Yeah. Oh, God. It looks so funny. <laughs> it looks it looks really funny. But there's no way Shaq's going to win an Oscar for that. No. But, I don't know. 
Best Supporting you, Actor. You, you, might, you, know, you might see it happen. You know who won an Oscar last night that made me very happy? Jordan Peele winning for Best Hell yeah, Original yeah. Screenplay. That Hell was freaking... Yeah. I'm glad that Get Out got some love because mm-hmm. Get Out was fucking amazing. Yeah. Holy Hell yeah. shit. Uh, and then they just... You know, the, the horror genre. Yeah. Well, yeah finally, I mean, got, finally got a little respect. Cause the closest to a horror movie that I ever got an Oscar was The Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Although people will say, oh, that's not a horror movie. It's suspense. And I'm like... Well, people weren't saying that this was horror, wasn't was horror at all. It was a comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. It was... It was Listen under comedy musical yeah. and something else, right? Yeah, and and Peel himself said, "Nah, this is a documentary. It's a, it's yeah. a documentary about <laughs> black life in America." Yeah, yeah, yeah. crunchy uh, uh, booze, Kobe's Oscar. Yeah, like, I feel a lot of people were like, I was just shocked. I, I thought it was so funny. My, the, the funniest thing about Kobe's Oscar was him like towering over everyone because you know he's like six eight, six nine, or like six, uh, he's like somewhere like six seven, six eight, six, no. six, eight range. And, like oh, he's, with he's, the afro six nine, with the afro six nine. <laughs> and, when he walked through the crowd, you just see like. His chest is above everybody. <laughs> he was, said that was a bigger thing to him than winning any championship. Because uh, it's a lot harder for a basketball player to probably win an Oscar. This is <laughs> true. Ask Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I mean, Kazam. The the question went around: uh, What other NBA stars have mm. an Oscar? I'm not None. sure. Uh, I'm not sure. Pretty sure Dr. D did not win one for the Fish no, in no. Pittsburgh. No, I wish he did, but he didn't. Wait, no. The no, I will say this: The Rifleman. The Rifleman. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Connors, wow. former NBA player back in the 50s and 60s. He was a Celtic, <laughs> but he was also on – it was a TV show. If they made a film about it, it might be – it might have had an Oscar. <laughs> but back to Jordan Peele. <laughs> I derailed myself with jo- – yeah, Jordan Peele, him yeah. winning. I, I love that he really immediately went after the um, – yeah, yeah, all right. I wanted to go for the jet ski, but <laughs> yeah. uh, he realized he had to take his moment. And, and if you didn't know, apparently there there is a gag yeah. where like whoever had the shortest acceptance speech, uh, Jimmy Kimmel was going to give them a jet ski, and apparently they're all like, it, it, like, it like a, they've had the payoff at the end. They had the payoff where like uh, the, the the production designer from The Shape of Water, like he won, and they, yeah, and, and he just they comes had out him waving at everybody. On yeah, top they of had him it. writing it with Helen Mirren. Got, oh, Helen Mirren, still a fox. Oh, she's still amazing, dude. Between her and Jane Fonda, both. Look, look great, but yeah, Jordan Peele, and yeah. it was great. I, I saw a photo of a uh, of, of um, Key, and like they showed him like celebrating the fuck. He's like, "Fuck yeah!" I was like, "See yeah. that, that that is that's a ride or die, bro." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he was at the Vanity Fair. Apparently, uh, Peele couldn't get him a ticket to the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know who else could not get into the Oscars? Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau <laughs> could not get in, and it. I'm glad he couldn't. <laughs> I know you love him. I would have loved to have seen him there just because. Because I was terrified. Ever since the disaster artist was getting all this Oscar love, I was terrified. Like, oh, my God. Tommy's going to walk the red carpet. Yeah. Fuck everything. <laughs> but I guess uh, the, the producers in the movie wisely, I guess, or they, they didn't have enough tickets, I guess, so he could not go. And well, he was on, James he was on Franco Twitter. didn't go. Yeah, James Franco. Oh, yeah, because, well, he didn't get nominated for Best Actor, right? Well, he no, not. but uh, he, he didn't go. No, like, I don't think anybody won from the movie. Uh, well, because they were nominated for best, uh, uh, best, uh, uh, best adapted. Uh, adapted they were nominated yeah. for best adapted. That's where I was like, oh no, because yeah. <laughs> because no, this this was my nightmare. Well, I'm going to be honest, it was my nightmare. <laughs> like if the disaster artist had won best adapted screenplay, then Tommy Wiseau would have just like, look, I'm an Oscar winner. It's because of my movie. We now have Oscar. <laughs> but that's, I am an Oscar. That and, to me 
is the reason for it. Like, oh no, it, it I don't want off, that. That makes I don't want that, that. makes me happy because because he would try to gravy train someone else's. Yes, I mean, like because that's, that would be more like Greg's Oscar, not Tommy's Oscar. Absolutely, because <laughs> Greg wrote the book. Yeah, <laughs> and so and then whoever helped him and then whoever adapted that book into the screenplay, those guys, that's their Oscar. But Tommy would gravy train that thing <laughs> to the end of time. He'd he'd probably commission his own Oscar, like someone like. And, and it, that's why it should have been done. Oh no! No, I'm not, not, I, no the we, reason we we are on opposite ends of the spectrum. No, the reason why is because <laughs> because of the fact that everybody knows it it has little to nothing to do with him, but he's going overboard with it. Because again, that's what he's is, done. Yes, and or, part of it is part of the joy, <laughs> the the whole joy of it all would be seeing the lengths to which he would go with it. That I would want to see how far I would have been so he would ride. I would have been like, oh, because he would have. I I know yeah. that he would have taken it way too far. He would have gone way over, like the, his like uh, when Best Fiends comes out, like Oscar, insp Oscar inspiring winner, oh, yeah. Tommy Wiseau. Like he would have found a way to twist the words yeah. into like making it so like it was because of me. Now we have Oscar. Talk to Trent about the intro to the screening that we saw uh, uh, last I'm, month. I'm, I'm sure. I'm no, no. You got, like, it will confirm everything that you say. Uh, it yeah. will happen. <laughs> it it would have happened that way. Had he won, he would have totally he's the, gone He's the world's me. nicest sociopath. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> he's the world's kindest sociopath. Ask, ask Trent about the 30-second the long, like, in-your-face, like, Doing the Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. like dissing the people below mm -hmm. him who used to talk shit. Uh, like he, like, a, I am a success. No, it wasn't oh, him on video. It was just words on the screen flashing. It's like in your face, suck my dick, kind of stuff. The the, 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 the Michael Jordan <laughs> Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, fuck it, you, fuck you all. My movie is success. Talk it's to big, Trent. big success movie. Everyone loves my movie. It was. Dis Why do I speak with affectation? It was disturbing. <laughs> What he, how the levels to which he would go to rub it in the faces of other people. Oh, just it. I would yeah, love I, to I, see it. And then that is why I tweeted and, and Facebooked out. I'm like, and thus we were spared. We, the, 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 the free world has been spared of this. I, I know you were sad. I'm sure Trent and other people uh, who, who believe, <laughs> who are believers in Tommy were, were very sad about that. But I was not. It's not a belief in Tommy. It is a belief, a belief in... that Tommy will do the stupidest, most <laughs> insane thing with Because uh, as was quoted in the Disaster Artist book and movie, when when presented with every wrong like every decision, he made the wrong decision every time. Yeah. <laughs> and he would and I'm sure in life he still continues to make the wrong decision. <laughs> He's made a shit ton of money. I would if I, I wish I could make that much money. For making wrong decisions he, all the time. I, don't, I mean, has he made? All yeah, the money? dude. Do you know how much money that movie has made? But it's clear. I honestly don't think he sees a lot of that. Oh no, he. It's him. He did the entire movie. He I wrote, know, produced, directed, starred. But most of it's going I straight like to the his movie theater. No, well, the movie theaters keep most of that when they do those screenings. It's not him. I, I, that's like he, he's getting like a chunk of that. He's probably getting like twenty five percent, thirty, forty percent, and which that's is, a lot of money. Uh, are they really? I mean, yeah. I know it's no. It's I know you. I know worldwide it, for it, it over doesn't even register over in box office mojo still. No, for for over fourteen years it has been screening worldwide. Oh, once a month for <laughs> once a month in like thirty theaters. Yeah, uh, actually that, more than that. <laughs> well, now, yeah, yeah. But but th these fourteen years, you're talking about you know these midnight screenings. And I was like, 
it, it still hasn't registered a blip on. I'm sure maybe now it's on box office mojo, but like. Well, no, that's the thing. You should take a look at how much this movie is gross. I, I tr- no, the last time you said like, oh, the highest grossing movie of all time is the room. I'm like, nope. I looked it up. <laughs> no, and it doesn't even show up as a, a, a blip on box office mojo. But maybe because a lot of those are private screenings. But heaven knows. Let me tell you what happened today, mm. man. So. I mentioned it last week. <laughs> I, have, I have returned to the rep world. Yeah. I, I am now a part-time retail rep. And it's, it's, unfortunately, it's not for anything fun like Nintendo <laughs> or Nabby or whatever, any other rep job I've done. No. This is more like a general purpose rep. Yeah. Like, so, so, so today I had my first assignment at 5 in the goddamn morning. <laughs> I am, it's at 5 in the morning now. I, <laughs> I'm not a morning person. No. Uh, I, I I wake up as late as humanly possible to to get to wherever I need to be. So naturally, yeah, my my alarm was I need I need to be at a, at a supermarket at five a.m. this morning. So uh, uh, Facebook, I set alarms for four fifteen and four thirty. <laughs> that way, I could just have just enough time to drive to my location, <laughs> take a sip of coffee, put some syrup on my body, and get there. Yeah. Man, I think the biggest revelation I had today. I constantly say, oh, I'm old, I'm old. I got a lot of, like, it's not the years, it's the mileage. Yeah. I'm not old. <laughs> I am out of shape. Uh. And I say this because I had to work with two other reps today. Mm-hmm. They were both ladies who were, at minimum, at least 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. One was probably a little bit older than that, maybe yeah. 10 to 15. I don't want to, you know, assume how old they were, but... I, I confirmed that one of them was at least 10 years older than me when yeah. we made a joke about when I graduated from high school. She's like, ha, I had my first kid. <laughs> <laughs> the year you graduate, I was like, whoa, okay. She's like, she's like, I'm way older than you. I'm like, oh, they, they were the one making the statements. My legs were killing me because like I, we had to we had to move all these um probably we had to move all these uh all the witchcraft or like what you call them, the witchcraft herbs. Yeah, was- all these herbs had to be like 12 feet of herbs had to be moved around with a Take everything off, put new stuff up, change it up, make sure we had to take all the expired stuff. It was like, uh, like some days I'm going to need a supermarket rep. Another day, like I, I just saw an assignment today. I'm like, I'm going to go to Best Buy and change all the gift cards. I have to make sure all the gift cards are. Nah. I, I'm the sucker. I have to go in there for an hour and, and fix all the gift cards. It's not a Best Buy employee. It's one of these. <laughs> yeah, rep. One of these random reps. Like this, this rep company is like the biggest rep company in the world. Man, my legs were killing me. Because I had to keep leaning down and up and down for 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 seven hours, from five a.m. till noon. <laughs> I was moving bottles around, having to make sure I was like checking all this shit. And good God, my legs were trembling, oh. and I was like, "What the fuck? What the fuck?" <laughs> and these two ladies, soldiers, man, they were hard as fuck. They're like, "Cool." They were having problems, and I'm sitting over there like, oh, "Why? <laughs> oh, right knee. Oh, right knee critical. Oh, switch. Left knee critical. Fuck." <laughs> You can try some of those magical herbs that they fix you up. Hell nah. <laughs> Man, that's a, oh, good God. I, I, I saw today a mm. bottle of horny goat weed. Horny goat weed. <laughs> Man, there is all kinds of these freaking magical BS. God, is all these different whack-ass. And the, the thing is, all these people were coming up and asking about them. Oh, yeah. Of course, me and the other two reps were like, we don't know shit. We're just moving stuff. <laughs> Go ask the, the Sprouts person who... uh. The, the the person who was there at the at the market, she very confidently knew nothing. <laughs> Someone asked her, "What's the difference between the, the, these uh these different like if I buy um, this uh, whatever V something? <laughs> like I wish I could remember some of these. Like my my brain is like 
I was looking at all of them. The only one I remember was Horny Gortweed because it's hilarious. There it is. <laughs> but they're like ginseng and like ginger and garlic and all this other stuff. Like mm-hmm. just in pill form. Like if you need to take straight garlic in a pill. <laughs> <boop. laughs> and then there was like oxygenated. And there was different versions of all these others. They were oxygenated, non-oxygenated, liquefied, powdered form. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> this was seven hours of my life just moving all this shit around. Twelve feet! <laughs> Did you take any horny goat weed leading up to it? Just Hell no! Just to see if it would make it any more interesting? I'd like to think that I don't think that's the purpose of the horny goat weed. <laughs> but one of my coworkers, she pointed out, there, there was one thing, it was like St. Like John. St. Peter's Wart. Oh, no, it was St. John's Wart or something oh, like that. St. John's Wart, yeah. St. John's yeah. Wart. On the bottle itself, it said, helps ward off evil spirits. <laughs> wow. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Helps on the bottle. <laughs> it said helps ward off oh, evil spirits. They, they know their market, man. <laughs> I mean, like. Paranoid people who need <laughs> random herbs in various forms of liquefaction or pillified or, pillified or whatever. I'm just making up words like my favorite podcaster, Colt Cabana. I'm doing some cabanaisms. I'm just making up words. What in the fuck? It, 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 I had a lot of uh, moments of clarity this morning. <laughs> I had a lot of sobering thoughts. I'm like, this is my life. <laughs> I'm getting freaking like schooled by a couple older ladies. Uh, like, oh, wow. And I, I'm a young. And that's another thing. I, I realized again, because I had forgotten that for my age, I'm a young rep. Yeah. Because a lot of these reps that you see that go out in the stores. And this is the thing I noticed a lot at Nintendo. The at Nintendo, at least back when I was there, it might have changed over time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's different now, five years later. Almost six years now. Most of the reps were like over 50. There was no young yeah. reps. Like I remember I was like the exception. When I got hired there when I was like 25, I was like, oh, I was the exception to the rule. Like, oh, young rep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was a kid to all of them. They, 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 they would uh, mock me as, as a child. <laughs> I'm like, I'm 25, I'm 26 years old. I'm not a kid. <laughs> I'm not a little boy. I was a little boy. <laughs> but, I was like, but now if you were to work with a 25-year-old rep. Oh, yeah. That kid. Yeah. <laughs> Moron. <laughs> rube. Now, I was like, yeah. I Looking back, yeah, I totally was a kid and a moron and a rube. I'm I'm sure I was back back in 2005. Yeah. <laughs> 25-year-old Dre, like, I'm a Nintendo rep. This is amazing. But most reps, one of my favorite uh, tweets or posts I ever made when I, I was at a Best Buy when I was a Nobby rep, and I saw an old guy that looked like me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. It's it's the future me. I have to go kill myself so I can close the loop and erase him. <laughs> and check if he's got gold or <laughs> silver on his back. Check yeah, if he has gold. I have to close the loop. <laughs> and, yeah, that's going to be me. When I'm 50, 10 years from now, <laughs> I'm going to be that old rep. I'm going to be walking to a Best Buy, checking on printer ink, making sure these fucking Best Buy employees didn't put in the wrong spot. This is my life. And then young you is going to come with a gun. Young me is going to come. like, I have to stop this. And I'll be like, do what you must. Take me. Close the loop. Be better. Be better. Be better than me. <laughs> Don't fuck up your life. It was, yeah, it was seven hours of me just sitting and reflecting because a lot of it, I, I, I don't know. I'm not very, 
I, I had I didn't really have much in in common with these ladies other than yeah. that we were reps. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it was me like in be quietly <laughs> <laughs> quiet reflection <laughs> for seven hours. Like, what am I doing? All right, that's expired. <laughs> yeah, that was another thing. The employees at the supermarket are not checking if shit's expired. There was all kinds of expired shit. Well, I don't know if necessarily like yeah. expired, expired. As as we've been learning, a lot of times that the best best buy date doesn't mean like oh. You're gonna die if you eat this, um, but it's not gonna work as well. It's not gonna. It won't be as potent. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and like, I can't find any shit. We're like, this shit expired like eight months ago. Like, does no one else check this? Is yeah. that our job? <laughs> when they send us in once every couple of months, I right, go fix all this thing in, in this one small section of the store. I'm like, how many times are people buying shit that like, oh wow. A, this is not as, a, as horny, fresh. It's horny goat weed. It's horny goat weed is expired. It's not it is, horny. It is not as It's potent. flaccid goat weed. <laughs> that it's, that is, it's impotent. It is impotent horny goat weed. <laughs> what in the fuck? So, yeah, just, yeah. Well, I had a lot of, like, a lot, lot, lot of thoughts going through my head today. Yeah. And, should have uh, got some horny goat weed. It would have helped. I, I, I doubt it. You should. Seriously. I think I would have been better off getting off some St. John's wort. And whatever it warding off the evil spirits, and ward off, ward off all my evil spirits. You know what? Give it a shot. Maybe you'll actually start seeing evil spirits oh, and know cool. how to ward them off. Uh, I don't know. Or if you take the expired one, your evil spirits will come to you. I gotta go find that expired bottle. I gotta go get it. I can I can commune with the dead. <laughs> The, the, did you get is, the Szechuan so- sauce? Oh yes, I did. There oh, you go. Yes, I. Oh, you know, I forgot to repost that video because I did. Uh, so that was what Thursday or Friday when I did that. I, I <laughs> as I was driving home from my other gig, one of my one of the other. I, I have many part time jobs. <laughs> I am a, I am a jack of a thousand trades right now. I decide I I because I I tweeted out and I'm like oh I really have this urge to go to a McDonald's and order. Some, some McNuggets and Szechuan sauce in the style of Rick Sanchez. <laughs> Let me just roll right up and just do exactly what Rick did in that the, the, the season three yeah. opener of Rick and Morty. And I passed three McDonald's until I finally decide, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Because I felt maybe there's some other asshole nerds who had probably done this. Yeah. But maybe not in Pasadena. <laughs> no, he was like, this is like the fifth person that did this. Uh, I, I, I feel like they might have told him. But I. So I rolled on up. I said, "Fuck it." I set up my my phone on uh, on the dashboard of the car, very crudely, <laughs> very crudely set it up on my dashboard. <laughs> I tried using my 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 Uber thing that I used to have, but it, like it, it was because it was overcast. It was raining. The, the, the angle was very poor. So I set it up, rolled on up to the, <laughs> and I was like, "All right, here we go." I got to be an asshole, and I, I was like. And I did it exactly. I did. I was not rude. I wasn't like, "Hey, give me some fucking Szechuan sauce, you fucking assholes." You don't know what I fucking way to do this. And I was like, "Hey, uh, I, I'd like a ten piece chicken McNuggets and, and as many of those. Se- hey, do you have the Szechuan sauce? I'd like as many of those as, as you're allowed to give me." And then, and then as I drove, and then because you you watched the video, yeah. I, as I rolled from the from the order into the window, I'm like, "Oh shit! I have to maintain this ruse. I have to keep saying when I go to pay, I have to keep up this voice." <laughs> Can't, can't just be like, ah, da, 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 and they're like, oh yeah, here you go. <laughs> the poor girl who took my money. Oh, here you go, ten dollars. Give me, my, yeah, let me get my change. 
I, I want to work in. It's like, okay, here's 10 shekels. <laughs> she Some bleem. So you nope. might as well have done it. Right? I should have. But yeah, like, and then and I rolled up the other window and got my food. Hey, you, got, you got the sauce in there, right? And they're like, yeah, I got my sauce. <laughs> Woo. Tiny Rick, got the sauce. Just yell at the top of my lungs. I, I, I'll have to, I have to make that video public and share it onto the, the Dre's Geek Philosophy Facebook page so everyone can enjoy Dre being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> to some poor McDonald's employees who are like, what the fuck is wrong with him? He must smoke a lot. <laughs> He's a smoker. I think he had a stroke. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think he had a stroke. I got my sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, uh, yeah, because yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of nerds being shitty. Well, because oh, yeah. they were shitty about it the first know, time the first time around. Time, yeah. So now, but now every they they send out like two million packets of the sauce. So yeah. it's, out it, it's out there. You can get it. You don't have to freaking murder anyone. <laughs> but you know, much like Rick, you know, Rick he recalls you know the sauce and he wants that sauce and yeah. and he was able to uh, conjure it up and force it in reality. Yeah, you know what I miss from my youth. Like. The old school video game magazine, like an you electronic gaming monthly, yeah. like a Nintendo Power, and then a couple others that my buddy Jai Paul reminded me of Game Fan, Next Gen. There were even the, even the crappy ass game. I you know I didn't mind. I knew Game Pro was trash back in the day, but I didn't mind Game Pro. Yeah, because it was weird. It was it was kind of like it, Game Pro was the, the was the video game magazine for hyperactive kids. Because I remember their, their their game ratings. It was like it'd show a face. It was kind of like sad, eh, okay, fuck yeah, and I have a volcano on my head. <laughs> it wasn't one to five. It was like a rate of like sad to volcano head. Sad to volcano head. I and this and this is maybe the you know the, the old man Dre mm-hmm. back back to being an old man again. Old man Dre. Old man Dre. I miss consuming information like that. A magazine. I know we have all these smartphones and the internet now, yeah. but you know what? There was something great about you know me checking the mailbox. So once, like once it's been like twenty or twenty-five days since I got my last magazine, just checking the mailbox every day when I got home. Because I, I was driving. The, what spurred that tweet that I that posted was I was, I was driving around the other day and I, I saw a kid enthusiastically running to the mailbox, and I was like, huh? I haven't done that since I was like ten years old. Mm-hmm. Looking for my next Nintendo Power back then. He was I... going after a sex toy. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. or, or you mean she? Maybe it was a she. Who knows? Maybe she's going to vibrate. I don't know. <laughs> but Ordering I miss those days. Under, with like her parents' credit card. <laughs> but I miss those days where like, you know, I, I'd obsessively check the mailbox yeah. every day, Monday through Saturday, because I even then I knew. Sundays was pointless. <laughs> it was pointless to check the mailbox. But man, well, on, on that day when that Nintendo Power would show up, man, I would read that fucking thing from cover to cover. Ah, oh, <laughs> Link's Awakening on the Game Boy. Game Boy, not Game Boy Advance, not Game Boy SP. Game Boy, son. <laughs> Metroid 2, The Return of Samus. I know you got issues with this <sighs> for obvious reasons. What? But what, why I know there's still gaming magazines out there all the time. I get that same feeling, sort of, not as deep or intense. Well, but, the, the Game Informer? Yeah. That's a piece of trash. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Yeah. But uh, I know your feelings about that, 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 that is not worthy of wrapping fish in. But every <laughs> once in a while, I'll get it in the mailbox, and I'll say, I can't wait to take a shit so I can read this. Yeah, because... Well, 
Of course, that was the that's the that, before was, smartphones. We had magazines to take with us to the toilet to take a shit. Mm-hmm. And there are times where I need to charge my phone, so <laughs> I'll take. Uh, that's why I like having the. Magazine I mean, there. the last time I had a Game Informer subscription, most of them spent all the time. They they were covered. I'm sure, like wow, you know, it's funny to think about that because fecal form bacteria all oh, over fecal it. bacteria all over these Game Informers. Oh yeah. I, I I was very annoyed once because I gave my step for Christmas. I bought trade paperbacks for my stepbrothers once, and I I, I bought uh, my youngest stepbrother. I bought him a copy of The Watchmen, mm. and I found it in the fucking bathroom. Oh. I'm like you bastard! You do not take a piece of literature like this and leave it in the can. <laughs> poor copy of Watchmen. Oh. It was warped, man. Oh, it was warped. warped. Took the shower moisture and the poop. Shower moisture, poop moisture, oh. and like oh man, ruin, ruin. But I digress. <laughs> no, because. That's another thing. Like, see, you you bring up my next point because I think journalism has changed quite a bit between now and back then. That's why, like, a Game Informer, that's just a fucking bunch of ads yeah. paid for by GameStop. Because yeah. when you know, if a video game store owns a magazine, they're gonna push their agenda, the agenda that. Well, of course. Even though they they will say, "Oh no, we're independent." I'm like, nah. All your fucking subscriber base comes from a fucking video game store where these uh, subscriptions are pushed upon people. I'm sure yeah. they're, they're going to tell you, oh, we need to put, we're, we're low on reservations on this game. We need good reviews on, in here. Yeah. They're only allowed to give bad reviews to games that they know are not going to sell. <laughs> or, or the, or the, ever, the ever mystical seven. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the, 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 the seven out of ten. The, oh, it's not bad. It's not good. It's just buy it. Buy it. <laughs> <laughs> the mystical seven. Because back in the day, because that, that's, that's how it is now. In the old EGM days, they would put in big red letters that five is not a bad score. Because nowadays, the scale is... It's broken. The scale's broken. Yeah. You only see seven, eight, nine. Yeah. You never... Unless it's a game that nobody cares about, they don't go below seven. No. Maybe they'll dance around six. They did fuck over, and rightfully so, Mighty Number no. 9. Because <laughs> there was a lot of hype going around. A lot of hype, and it was not good. It's uh, the, the, uh, the, the, that poor uh, director of, of Mega Man is yeah, he is, he, he is not Mega. No. He's, anti- <laughs> he's Mega Man now. Yes. EGM <laughs> would put in big red letters, we use the entire scale. And yeah. games would get zeros or ones or twos or threes. If a game got a five, it would say, if a game gets a five, it's not a bad game. It's just an average game. Yeah. And then they would put nines and tens on games that were truly great, like an Ocarina of Time, yeah. all tens. You know, I remember back in the day, like PS1 days, Chrono Cross. Oh, boom, that, that I, remember, I remember it was game of the month, 9.5, 9.5, and 10. I'm like, that's like, hell yeah. And then the reviewers were actual personalities. Like, like in an EG, EGM is the example I'm going to come consistently use because that was, that was my choice of, you know, of information. I, I, I Many of the reviewers, and it's cool because they would show you, they'd list all the reviewers, and they would tell you where their specialties were. Yeah. Mm. So that way you kind of know, like, oh, if I see a sports review from this guy, I know, oh, he plays a lot of sports games. Yeah. Or it, like, it, would, it would put Dan Shu plays RPGs and fighting games. Mm. And then for you, James Milkman Mikey. He, he was probably my favorite reviewer <laughs> back then because he and I, my gaming tastes were very similar to his. Mm-hmm. Where if he liked the game, it was a pretty good shot, probably ninety percent shot that I would also like that game, and because you'd weirdly build this relationship 
through these magazines. Like, because every month, like, I'd get it every month. And later on, when the internet became a thing, they had their own website, oneup.com. Yeah. And then they would, con- and then the reviews still continue there, but I would still keep getting the magazine because that was my preferred way because that's the way us old people did it <laughs> back then. This is the way it was always done. Yeah. But unfortunately, the, a lot of these companies, like the, the, a lot of the magazine companies, they all just got eaten up and destroyed because the magazine business has, you know, gone by the wayside because of the internet. The internet. But magazines still exist, but they're just basically ads now. Yeah, they but they also kind of screwed themselves. A oh. lot of them did by doing the exact same thing that you're complaining about Game Informer on a bigger scale. Oh no, cuz yeah, they no no. They I, deliberately I bring up did, yeah. Drivergate as a prime example. Yeah, no, cuz a lot of the magazines were paid. No, no. no. I was going to get to that. No, no. Believe me. That's that, obviously that's a that's a part of the fall. A lot of them it was pay for play cuz that came out later mm-hmm. that many times uh, ga- uh, game companies or pu- publishers would pay magazines to give them good reviews. Yeah. Then that, that you know, of course they were victims of their own demise, but I miss, you know, cuz even before that, obviously I I I feel like that wasn't happening maybe in like the early 90s. I don't know. Or maybe to a lesser extent. Yeah. I don't know. But Personally, I trusted EGM because they were always very up for, like they made it a point to let you know these are our, our these are our editors, this is what they're doing and then when they would review games, I always felt they were very bluntly honest about a lot of mm-hmm. games. I, I will never forget the Assassin's Creed review for the very first one. It was like it varied so wildly. One guy was like 7, another guy 3, mm-hmm. another guy 9. It's like what the hell? <laughs> I was like they gave were like a lot of like magazines when they did multiple reviews, it would just be like same score, same score, same score. It was yeah. just like they would just kind of be repeating the same thing. Like like um even though uh like our good buddy uh, Rick Mears who <laughs> listens to the show on iTunes, I believe he actually worked on um which one which one was it? God, I mean why why as a game fan. And that, that was one of my favorite magazines back then. But they were always kind of a victim to like cause all of their reviewers, they all had they never revealed their real names. Yeah. It was all it was all characters. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's it's Captain something or other or blah blah blah. They they all had like or Sushi. Oh no, Sushi X was actually that was EGM's one character. They they, they had a guy Sushi X, but I always felt like that was like a pseudonym for like a writer who was like, oh, if, he, if the the non sports the, the sports guy is writing a review about a non sports game, he'd he'd review it as Sushi X. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That way people would be like, oh, <laughs> he could give his opinion without people feeling that he was he was biased. Yeah. But it, it just it's so different now the way we consume media mm-hmm. and I, I just miss that whole you know subscribing to a magazine and then getting in the mail and it's like all right cool get all this information because I remember EGM that was one of the first places where I learned about you know foreign games because they would review games from Japan they would review games from Europe they were yeah. like like Dreamcast like Japanese Dreamcast games or when the PS2 came out in Japan first you know months before here and they were they were they were showing previews of those games and like oh I remember. Like even I, I still have a host of them at my mom's house because yeah. of all the ones that my, my brother has curated that. <laughs> my brother has taken that collection and curated it for me. <laughs> and it just and then whenever I would go back and visit, I, I'd, I'd flip one open and it was always I could still go back and read, even though the information is like 20, 25 years old. Yeah. It was oh cool. It was like it, it was a it was a fascinating time capsule. Yeah. Of what gaming was like back then. Yeah. In, in the N64 era and the PS1 era, even going back to like the, you know, Super NES and freaking Genesis days. I, I have some older issues that go you know, back even deeper into that era. 
but the things have changed. Because like, like, if you go to a website to yeah. get a review, like like right now, I guess like going to IGN, like well, IGN is just a joke now. Oh I mean, yeah, like it's like any review, like I, I, the 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 example I always like to make is like it was it was a recent Pokemon review. It's like oh, six out of ten, too much water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now that's become a meme of like of bad reviews. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like these people, like and then there is no. And this is where I go to you, Pete. Mm-hmm. There's always been kind of like prior to the internet, there was kind of a standard for journalism, yeah. right? Where like you yeah. had to cite sources because mm-hmm. you were a journalist. Uh, were are you know? Yeah. It, it never leaves you, right? No, no. Because no. <laughs> you were you were editor in chief of your college newspaper. Mm-hmm. I believe in high school were you also editor? Or, yeah, no, or, no, I worked. Yeah, I, yeah. You worked in high school newspaper, but in college you were the editor in chief of, mm-hmm. of your newspaper. And so I feel like back then there were, like the rules for journalism were different back then. I I would assume. Yeah, I think. Uh, see, the thing is, like, I, I always joke about how, like, when I got out of college, mm-hmm. um, that's when kind of uh, newspapers went to shit <laughs> because they started hiring uh, bloggers. And yeah, started, you know, and it, it just became a thing where it was no longer about like facts or anything. It was just mm. opinions or yeah. bigger thing, and and the scary part, the worst part about the whole thing is that the internet is very like, you feel like you're rewarded to like shit on something. You know? Yeah, you know, the, so, the, the, the neg- that negative mentality. Yeah, where like oh, it's very negative. And then like, um, so, they, so that's why when, when you see a do when you do see a positive review, you kind of think like, oh, that was paid for, oh, right? Was, you know, because everyone is always so negative about things. Mm-hmm. You know? Where everyone can, yeah, it, it's this mentality mm-hmm. like oh. It, or clickbait. Yeah. Now, yeah. They, the jur- journalism has gone into the toilet, so to speak. It's yeah. Like, there's very, it's very hard to find good journalism now or, or credible journalism. Yeah. Well, because you just said it. It's, a, it's clickbait for mm-hmm. sure because people need to get views. They need to get mm-hmm. people yeah. reading it. Before, if, they, if it was just newspaper, if it was just print, it had its already made list of people. Yeah. That were we, they had get. its circulation. Yeah. yeah. People were going to get it. They didn't need to do anything. Yeah. Sen- they, don't, they didn't need to sensationalize things. Yeah. No, it was like the show that I had on Playboy. We would mm-hmm. only get listens on days when Playboy would post the link to the site with a picture of a hot chick with it. Right. Yeah. yeah you had to like you had yeah. to incentivize people with, like, yeah. oh, look at this somebody. hot chick. Oh, this isn't what I clicked for. Right. <laughs> Yeah, look at this hot chick, and then they get a whole lot of sand. Yeah, basically. <laughs> why, why is this her suit man on my screen? Yeah. So, well, I guess I'm about to make do. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Glad I could help. Um, but uh, I again point to uh, something like Drivergate that yeah. got every like it made it so that you could tell visibly proof that get, that magazines were yeah. getting paid. To oh, yeah. release these yeah. huge, these great reviews for games that later come out and are complete and they're, shit, they're total shit now. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was it, Driver Three? I believe it was Driver Three with the with the E reverse as a three. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was working. I, I believe I was working at GameStop on my second tour of duty <laughs> when yeah. when that game came out. Myself and and Jai Polidor. <laughs> and it was a terrible game because oh, it, it was buggy as all hell. But they got nine reviews. They got nine out of ten nine. reviews. Yeah. yeah. From magazines that they paid mm-hmm. to give them those reviews, Demer- and then when players played them, they're like, "This is not this, anywhere this close. This is not a nine. What the? What game did they play?" And then like, they have to like post revised scores where like we were maybe a little too enthusiastic. Like, no, you, uh, no, no, you no. guys got paid. Yeah, the, the, the old retraction on, on page nine. Yeah, <laughs> and the websites because this is the early days of the internet. Yeah. their pages were full of comments 
the reason why it became a big scandal was because they went through and deleted a yeah. bunch of the comments really? that people yeah, left that I, were I, negative. I heard of that, but I didn't really know and the entire story. they paid a company to come in and post good yeah. stuff about it as they were Fuck going. everything. This is why Atari is a failed fucking company. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> God damn it. It's... it's, it's yeah, it was like my, rat, rattling my old man cane. It's, like, it's, it's just it's, it's kind of bullshit. It, it makes it hard to like find shit now. Yeah, you can't trust shit that you see or read on the internet. I, I miss the day. Yeah, it, it kind of goes back to like, oh, I miss being able to crack. I mean, even though like Nintendo Power was basically a Nintendo commercial. Like, hey, you have a lot of cool information. I yeah, to, I remember I, I, I it helped me it helped me pass the Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, like, and then it gave me the codes for freaking for a bunch of games, you know? It's like, because that, oh God, that was another thing. I remember, I remember used to, um, you know, obviously, you know, pre internet. Remember buying the books with the game the codes. codes in it? Yeah. <laughs> You'd go to the bookstore and there's like books with game codes. I would just show up with a paper and pen yeah. and just scribble them down real quick on the games I needed. Although I was one of the rubes who wanted to buy it because. <laughs> I, I didn't think of, I didn't think of that. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, I want this book. It has all these codes. I'm going to rent these games. I, I, I have to have these games. No. <laughs> I have to have these codes. I have to, I have to build my collection. <laughs> that way, I can always have this reference guy right next to me. You <laughs> <laughs> you were wise. I see. Later on, I learned that later on. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, okay, find out the code. Write it down. <laughs> all, all the hidden moves in WWE uh, WWF attitude. I yeah. wrote them all down on a sheet. Like, okay, I don't need to buy this. I'll just write them all down on a sheet of paper. Like, aha! Put it, put that sheet of paper inside the uh, little jewel case. Ta-da! <laughs> all the hidden moves. <laughs> or, or if you were crazy, you commit them to memory. If you want to unlock blood, the, the blood mode in Mortal Kombat yep. in a Sega Genesis, A B A C A B B. That's right. <laughs> I, have, I remember I that. Committed that shit to memory. Yep. <laughs> That believe, one was the, it's the first start. thing you do when you start the game. Yeah, A, B, A, C, A, B, B. Hit start. Yeah. Oh, then you get Sub-Zero ripping spines and pulling hearts out and nut punches. <laughs> and that's ultimately what? Super Nintendo Super Nintendo failed. didn't have it. Yeah. yeah, it didn't have it. But once they actually got the code to do it no, Super Nintendo, later on. Oh, no, yeah. Super Nintendo never had it. It was only on Genesis. I thought they, that's why, like, that I thought like, they had it, but in oh. two... And maybe, maybe part two. And two, and you had to put in the code to get it. Yeah, because they had to do it. They had to do it in the second one because yeah. that was because back then the they, Super Nintendo was killing killing Genesis. But the, that was one of the few times where a Genesis game outsold a Super Nintendo. Like when when the game would come out on both yeah. platforms, that was one of the rare times the Genesis went outsold because it had the blood. Yeah. Nintendo, being the Super Family Company, was like, oh no, we can't have that. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone, it, I, everyone, like it, when you punch them, sweat would come off, not yeah. blood. Yeah. <laughs> And I would, my brother had the Genesis, I had the Super Nintendo, I got two and just used the code. Mm -hmm. My brother got number one and just had it with the Genesis. It was, it was an awesome time to be alive, really. <laughs> oh, yeah, we reminisce about all that, all that stuff. Yeah, I, I'm, the, the, a lot of times I feel like this show is, is a little bit about nostalgia. Yeah. Like oh, me, yeah. Me being nostalgic about old times because no, we are now becoming the old timer we are the old timers i'm constantly oh hey hey this is 90s music this shit was good <laughs> although my brother is seven about seven six and a half years older than me uh, and he just told me today we were talking on the phone he was like i'm playing Fortnite right now it's freaking great <laughs> i mean i mean there are good things that come out now uh, he said it's better than uh 
uh, was it? Uh, Player unknown, battle under. Ba- battle battle, 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 battle battlegrounds. Un- yeah, like battle. He said uh, Fortnite's better. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of videos of that game. It looks really interesting, and it, it, it's free to it's play. It's a free to play game. You just download it on your Xbox or your PlayStation Four, and you go to town. Yeah, I've been I've been interested. I just don't have space or or time. I don't. I, I need a TARDIS. <laughs> yeah, time. <laughs> I need or a space. TARDIS. I need both. time. I need to master time and space. And both of those. And both of them. And if you're going to master time and space, you need a TARDIS. You need a TARDIS. Or a DeLorean. Or a DeLorean. Yeah. If you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to. I feel, you know, I don't think a DeLorean is a reliable time machine. <laughs> or as a proven across three movies and a cartoon. I'd take a hot tub. There you go, the hot tub. Hot tub. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. Like, because the first hot tub, hot tub time machine, that movie was fun. Yeah. And the second one. Was a dumpster fire. Yeah, it was masturbation. It oh, was some, it God. was some money. Yeah, because yeah, because they went from focusing on John Cusack's character to focusing on the worst character, which was uh, Rob Corddry's character. Well, because you know that Cusack quit that movie, right? Yeah, he was on set. He was supposed to be in the movie. In the second one? Yeah, and he just hated it so much because it was so bad. It was so bad. It just could, you know, good because it's all about Lugal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was reading this thing. There was supposed to be. There's supposed to be three of them. There's supposed to be three hot tub time machines. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad someone went in a hot tub time machine and prevented it from happening. Yeah, that's basically what I think happened. <laughs> that's probably what happened. They're like, we're gonna do this third one, and someone came in the future. Don't. Don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> the world's gonna be bad enough as it is. We don't need. We're gonna break the world in half if you hot tub time machine three. <laughs> yeah, a, a, a Mike on 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 Facebook chat like terrible twos. A lot, a lot of things yeah. happen bad in twos. But not the East L.A. Cape. Because <laughs> it's the first East L.A. Cape. Yeah, it it's not the second yeah, one. And then for the next show, it's our third show. It's we're going to skip the terrible twos <laughs> for the go. East L.A. Cape. That's what we're going to do. That'll work. <laughs> that's I, I, a, that's I how we avoid the sophomore slump. I, know, man. I, I thought the same thing when you said terrible twos. I was like, oh. <laughs> you know what was a good two? Empire Strikes Back. All right. So Godfather It's not two. all things, Mike. Godfather. It's not all things. Godfather, Godfather Part Two. Yeah. Fuck, not everything two is bad. So there, right. we we are reaffirmed. Hey, uh, I'm sorry. Winter Soldier. That was Part Two. Oh, <laughs> Captain America: Winter Soldier. Was, one was good. Two was amazing. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, oh, oh, freaking two, two. motherfuckers. <laughs> I'd say it's still number one's better, but that was not. I, I, I'll take number two any day if it's on TV. Number I'm watching that shit. Turbo. <laughs> turbo. Doesn't he like break his leg in the second one? Yes, he does. <laughs> and then he miraculously recovers. Yes, by the help of a woman that he could not understand. Again? Yep. <laughs> one of those days. This is, we're just having one of those days here in the studio. Yep. <laughs> we're just having one. Com- com- like, just keep renaming the show every year. You should. I think so. <laughs> Next year it'll be the East LA Crepe. Crepe. <laughs> at an R. At an R. <laughs> Retro, <laughs> comic book, retro art, <laughs> and pop culture expo. The crepe, and then I will, I will, I will put on a, a French chef hat, and I will make crepes for everyone. French, French pancakes for everyone. <laughs> they used to like crepe. And then the year after that, it's like it'd be uh, Comic Con with a K. Kamik <laughs> Khan. Kamik. Kamik Khan. Like 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 the Star Trek villain Khan. Khan. It, you can go to the 90s, and it will be East L.A. Escape. Escape. There you go. 
Goodness. Tell you, I know. As we get closer to the show, dude, I'm gonna be like, escape to the Cape. Yeah. <laughs> Fly to the East LA Cape. We're gonna have so many bad flying puns. I'm so excited. I, I cannot wait for the Cape. I cannot wait to for it to be time for us to fly in <laughs> to the East LA Cape. Oh man. Make that d- dive into East LA Cape. Dive in. There you go. And then add them out. No capes. No. <laughs> As usual, you can always, you know, I have been tweeting a lot. You know, if you you follow this show, if you want to kind of get, I've been using Twitter now as kind of like my notepad whenever I have an idea. Because I used to just write stuff down. They would just get buried Mm -hmm. in the depths of my phone. Now, whenever I have like a a random thought, that's, you know, why we talked about the the combo magazine today. Because I had that thought and I tweeted up. So follow at Dre GP podcast. You might get some. You might see some stuff for the show, and you can tweet at me. And maybe send me some ideas if you want something that for me to talk about. Tweet at the show at Dre GP Podcast. You know who else is on Twitter? Pete Malini. He's at Nostalgic Comics. Sam Zia is also on Twitter at Sam Z five seven zero. You can follow the show if you're listening to this on iTunes or SoundCloud. You can follow the show on. Facebook Live. That way you can see all of our faces. And you can see the t-shirt that that, that Sam here is modeling of me holding some falafels. Our, our second most successful episode. People still listen to it. Wow. Wait, there's two more listens to Dre's geek, Greek falafels. Greek falafels. <laughs> hey, it's a thing. Facebook.com forward slash Dre GP podcast. If you want to get the full view, like our good friend Crunchy Sashimi, you can see the full view of all of us here. You can watch us on twitch.com TV forward slash Dre GP podcast. Everything revolves around Dre GP podcast because I felt going Dre's Geek Philosophy podcast as a as a username would have been. It's 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 kind of long. It's like like excessively long. Executive producer Sam Zia. (laughs) Flip that cam. You want me to flip the cam? All you'd get is a back of a Dell, and you'd be like, dude, you got a Dell. Dude, you got a singer who sings really high. Uh, as usual, we'd like to thank our in the, in the woods with the bushy. Oh, there we go. We're in the woods with the bushy. Yeah, but bushy has joined us. See, I, I was giving all, all my friends like, oh, here, 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 show names for you guys. <laughs> Out of context with Kid Fam. Out of oh man, I listen to that show. <laughs> you listen, you listen to Out of Context with Kid Fam. I wouldn't listen to that show. In, in the woods with the bushy. <laughs> this old glade with art. <laughs> See, they, 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 they were young. Oh, you can't read the mirror shirt. Oh, he, oh, that's why you said flip the cam, because uh, we couldn't. They couldn't read the mirror shirt because uh, we're, we're, uh, when we when we do this live, mm-hmm. we're mirrored because we're using uh, this camera. That's yeah. that way I can see, see the screen and, and, and react to comments. And also, uh, let me thank our show because I was talking about. Let me talk. Thank my show contributors, Irv Dabutampa, Kiet Fam, Rick Mears, and I don't know if she actually chimed in today, but our our, our, our Twitch contributor Chanel always chimes in every so often on the Twitch. So, remember you can always catch us here every Monday night live, 8 p.m. or a little late if we're having some technical difficulties. <laughs> 8 p.m. Monday nights, every Monday night outside of the the appropriate window to Facebook Live apparently. Apparently yeah. if you want if you want more people to watch your Facebook Live, you're supposed to go before 8. Yeah. Well, fuck me. <laughs> and then, as always, you can see me and this fellow doing his show, The Nostalgia. I keep doing that. <laughs> I keep wanting to call it The Nostalgic Comic Show. Nope, it's the Multiverse Comic Show, live from Nostalgic Books and Comics. We do that Wednesday nights. 
clearly, I need whatever oh, witchcraft. Oh. I need some horny goat weed. And I need whatever is for the brain. I'm sure there's like some um, ginseng for my brain. Apparently, I need. I, on Thursday, when I go do another shift, I'm going to a different supermarket on Thursday morning. Yay! Another 5 a.m. shift. Murder me dead. Yeah, because I need the beer money. You can watch us Wednesday nights. Talk comic books. If you're interested in comic books, learning about comics, hearing about brand new comics, maybe buying some comics. This guy gives you all the intel, and I sit there as his, uh, as he is the everyman for me. He, as you are the companion to my doctor on this show, I am the companion to your doctor on the Wednesday night there show. You, there you go. <laughs> so Wednesday nights on Facebook Live, the Multiverse Comic Show live from Nostalgic Books and Comics in San Gabriel, California. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This has been Dre's Geek Philosophy. Have a good one, and we'll see you guys next week. Good night. Good night.